I was drunk. I don't remember. I, I, I've been drunk for three days, you guys. Hey, get in here. Dallas is about to start. Welcome to the Ewing Barbecue, where we shoot people we're mad at. My name is Mary. And I'm Sarah. What's my name? Oh, Josh. Yes. <laughs> it's been a long day. I went for my Corona shot today, so I'm not doing any bourbon shots today. No bourbon shots today. No. Because you're shot? It might, it might help. Hey, who is that lady? <laughs> I don't know. Who's that lady? Who's that girl? I love that movie. I'm Melanie, I think. It's been so long since someone's asked me. (laughs) It was a long pause. All right. It was a very long pause. A pregnant pause. Somebody's pregnant? No. (laughs) She's no. All right. No. I'm not. Anything. I assume y'all are. Oh, no. God. Oh, God, well, no. no way. For okay. the love of God, no. Well, I did have some news. Uh, no. Josh. <laughs> so, do we have any housekeeping? Let's just see here. So, we passed April 2nd. That was the 43rd anniversary of the first episode. Yep. Saturday, April 3rd uh, was Hunter Von Leer's birthday, who played B.D. Calhoun. He was born in nineteen forty. What was his real name? Hunter Von Leer. He was also in Halloween, too. Hmm. Right, he was. Um, B.D. Calhoun. Don't have any birthdays listed this week yet, because I'm still doing the calendar. Uh, so we'll hold off on those. I have a little bit of housekeeping. Um, I would like yes. to welcome all the new members to our Facebook group because we have gotten yeah. quite a few recently. And also our new followers on yes. Instagram. We are five away from having 500 followers on Ooh. Instagram. Um, so please uh, tag your friends. I had an idea. So if you like are on Instagram and you do like a story or something of yourself watching Dallas, so I don't know, do an impression of JR or something, just tag us and we will totally repost you. That would be really, really fun. There's a, there's a girl who does, uh, <clears throat> she was doing a really cool TikTok of herself calling in and making an appointment to stay overnight at South Fork. And it was really cool. So I reposted that. That's yeah. cool. So, well, did you see it on TikTok or was it on something you saw? Yeah, it was, it was TikTok. She reposted it on Instagram. Aww. Which we do not have a TikTok. Uh oh. I have one, but I don't really know how to work. I literally have one, but I just use it to stalk my nieces. So, oh, me too. Yeah. Um, and also, I would like to thank um, our Bourbon Fund people who have donated. Uh, so I'd like to thank Brad M, Jason C, and Megan H, who added a note that said that it's for some Chinese takeout to soak up that oh that's cute that's cute we really appreciate that thank you if anyone wants to donate for sue ellen's sanitarium fund uh no oh (laughs) yeah keep sue ellen out of the sanitarium yeah and i got this wonderful mug uh this thing from south fork ranch as a prize for a a trivia contest Ooh. oh and so we have 10,000 downloads on Podbean now, yes, too, right? Yes, that was our, th- we just had 10,000 downloads. 
I know. I'm so People excited. People are listening to us, guys. I'm a little, I'm intrigued and no, I'm very weird. scared at the same time. I know it's kind of weird because I really don't think about actual people listening to us other than us. No. Really. And there, there could it's be some of the cast because they've started noticing our. <laughs> Maybe. We haven't heard Maybe. directly some, of Maybe. someone actually having listened to it. But if you are in the cast or were in the cast, as it were, and are listening, send us a note. Just, I mean, well, just so we know, like, we, you can tell us, like, hey, don't tell anyone else. And we won't. I just want to know. Me too. I, that's that's all I care about. Like I won't. I won't tell your secrets. I just want to know. I was at the store the other day, and I, it was my, I was in my days. You know, it's like putting groceries in the car or something. This old I say old man. He's probably like my mom's age, so not old. But he was like he was like, oh, did you shoot him? And I looked. I was like, what? And he, and he started pointing to my sticker because I have the Ewing podcast sticker. And he oh. get. And, which Ewing, we have a Ewing something here in Birmingham, so they could have thought it was that. He obviously was a Dallas fan. He's like, did you shoot him? And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh. And then I told him, so maybe he's going to deal with it now. I need, I need to put one of the Ewing Barbercast. Uh, Barbercast? Ewing Barbercast. <laughs> That's a new word. <laughs> so Bar- I need to put one of the decals that you made on my car. I can't remember if you sent me black ones or white ones, but I think white would look well, better. You, I have a yellow one. And so the way that it is, it is the rest of it is in black. And so my window is so okay. tinted, all you see is the big yellow Ewing unless you're standing up at it. So like if somebody's in the car behind me, and they, they may okay. or may not see it. I'm not sure. I need, they make, do I need to make some that are yellow and white. White. Yeah. It'll show. That'd be cool because I put all my decals on the rear window. Yeah, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. I just got a new car recently. and um, But you used to have a lot of stickers, didn't you? I, yeah, my old car has a million stickers because I've yeah, had that car my, since 2002. So, like, yeah, that's how my I listened to in college and everything's still on there. I had a, on my car in high school, I had a nine inch nail sticker and a um, jackass. That's all I had on <laughs> nice. that car. My mom was like, Who is that Every naked time. man on your car? I was like, That's Jack Cat. <laughs> ben Margera, man. Ooh, Johnny Knoxville. I like him. He's cute. No, it's only fitting because I've got like the Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica decal for the office. And I've got especially heinous for SVU. Now I need like viewing barbecue or something. To yeah, I'll make more. Oh. If, are you, if you are listening and you would want, I don't know if people want them. But if you do, like, let us know. Yes, you know. do. But you all want them. Because I'm, like, yeah, hand-making them. But I, I like, really t- make I them. wore my T-shirt to the uh, vaccination shot today. Oh, cool. Did anyone say anything? No. 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 I have my hoodie. I, I walked in, and it was weaving lines. I was like, oh, this is like Disney World. And then I get up there, and I said to them, I have been, never been so excited to have never to have a needle jammed in my arm before. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's pretty big consensus. Yeah. Yes. All right. Are y'all ready? Tonight, we are reviewing season four, episode one, No More Mr. Nice Guy, part one. Written Written by Arthur Bernard Lewis, directed by Leonard Katzman, and aired November 6, 1980. Wait outside, please. How bad is he? We're moving him into intensive care. Will he live? Do you really care, Sue Ellen? Your husband may be dying here out gallivanting around someplace. Sue Ellen was sick. You mean drunk? Yeah, I was right. You need to be back in that sanitarium. His blood pressure's falling. 
That's what I was afraid of. He must be bleeding again. It's most likely the spleen. Let's get him to OR now. Sixth, I have seventh in the book. But November? Um, November. Well, that's what... So we're getting close to my birthday. That's what Prime Video said, so it can be Oh, the, it's interesting. The book says uh, November 7th, and then the next episode aired November 9th. And maybe it was like a CBS cheap part in a week, like... Well, that's the, that's the interesting thing. This episode finished uh, the number two for the week, if you can believe that, not number one. With what was number one? 38.2 rating and a 61 share. The What what beat it? What, 38? Yeah, what, what beat it... Hot damn! That's what beat it was a Sunday night edition of Dallas that aired two nights earlier. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting. Parkland Hospital was featured in this episode when the ambulance pulled in, and that was where President Kennedy was taken when he was shot. Oh. And if you'll notice in the especially in the first scene when they showed him on the on the floor, that wasn't Larry Hagman. And, and I don't think it was it him off. on the gurney in the first scene when they have him at the hospital. No, nope, he and they Larry have just did not the back make... of his head. He's laying down. The close up was Larry, though. No, it was not. It wasn't. No. Nope. Someone who looked a lot like Larry because I paused it. Yeah, well, it, the back of his head looked like him, but then I could tell by the rest of his body that like, right, you could tell it wasn't. It Larry wasn't Larry. Larry's first scene was in the or hospital at, at the shot. end of the episode. They didn't go back and reshoot that scene. No. And it was so short. That's you think not they Larry Hagman, is it? No, it isn't. Wait, do you have a screenshot of it? I do have a screenshot. I'll post Send it to me. I want to see it. I'll, I'll post a screenshot in our group. But yeah, it, it's really, that. it's like two seconds long. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, is that Larry? And then I thought, maybe that is. But it's someone who looks enough like Because back then they like, didn't um, have screen, screen save. Right. <laughs> it's true. You couldn't even. They're I like, mean, it's two seconds. No one's ever going to notice it unless no they rewind. No one's ever going to know. No. Because yeah, even when you're little and you pause on the VHS, it saws like the lines through it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to see. Uh, it. Let's see. Peter Donnett played uh, Dr. Pearson in this episode. We had appearances from Joan Van Ark and Ted Shackelford. Yep. And um, Detective Don Horton. And every time I hear the name Horton, I think Horton hears a who. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> I always think about Days of Our Lives and the Hortons. Oh. Michael Aldridge. Who played that role also returned as Steve Jackson in season seven, Ray King in season thirteen, and he was a regular on the sitcom Alice. I loved that show, by the way. Me too. And Alice. Hello. Tyler Nelson Banks Donner. made his uh, debut as John Ross mm-hmm. later in the episode. But interesting, leading into this whole season was Larry thought he was going to get hold out for a payday little background there so and he did he, oh he did yeah he did his salary jumped uh he called bluffs yeah he like, jumped from, start filming i'm still holding out motherfuckers right he was in england and then he moved to the bahamas so he would be closer to when they called him and said that it was worked out uh i'm not going to go into all the details but it, he went from don't think anybody other than larry hagman could get away with doing that. And I don't think any that would fly today with anybody. They just write you off. Right. You're like, cool, you're done. Yeah. Right. Especially now, now that we can get somebody else. Right. Right. It went from $7,500 an episode to 25000 the second season and over 100000 
Yeah. After this negotiation. Well, my thing he, is he paved the way for a lot of these actors who are making bigger paydays today. All those yeah, people cool, and yeah. friends. He, <laughs> he got he got screwed out of the genie residuals and he said, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, but in friends, they all mm. went together and were like, mm. if it's it's all of us or none. And so right. I think if you're united, but I mean he did that though later for Linda, didn't he? Besides the mm. directing stuff, didn't he try to get her a bigger salary and better, you know, and I think Oh yeah, that, down the road. Yeah. He said he did, but I don't know if that's the entire truth. Maybe can somebody explain that? Because I've heard both. I've heard that was the story he liked to tell. That wasn't necessarily true. Ooh. I was gonna. I was gonna I hold. I was gonna I hold that know. until we got up to that period in the series, so I could detail well, we it can, a little more. I want to okay, ask we Linda. Can Linda would Linda actually admit that if it wasn't true? Now, like she, do you think she'd spill that tea? I don't know, but it's worth a <laughs> shot. I don't know. But there were key pieces of scripts missing things. and hiding the secrets and all. And they had to hide this for eight months because once Larry got back, there was an actor strike. Right. Which so was, and that ran for about 12, you know, 12 weeks or so. I'd want to be drunk in the Bahamas for eight months. If that was going on, I'd be like, nope, not even going to think about it. Yo. Yeah. I'll and... <laughs> That um, the writer's strike was interesting because it actually had to do with cable and residuals off of cable programs, which were starting to come into. Oh, because that was brand new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, because the old TV only had the dial on it. It had ABC, (laughs) NBC, CBS. Yep. Fox wasn't even a thing back then until later. And as we go through these first four episodes, we'll just tell you more about the fever that was building up around the world with the whole. Mm -hmm. People wanted to know. Oh, they wanted to know. There were products coming out. There were T-shirts. There were songs. The queen wanted to know. Yeah. Didn't some like mayor or somebody offer him like a lot of money to tell him the secret or maybe it was a prince or something. Yeah. And Victoria Principal was on a plane. Like 200 grand. Victoria Principal was on a plane and they... Pilot said he wouldn't land the plane until <laughs> unless she told, and and she was like, "I don't know." Jim Davis called up Larry, uh, Leonard Katzman and said that he was on a golf course with Gerald Ford, who wanted to know, and said, "That's nope. it. It was the president." I remember he said that he wanted to know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there was just a lot, a lot going on. Um, mm. <sighs> I mean, we haven't seen anything like that, really. I mean, is there anything? What do you think is the closest thing since then? I mean, everybody wanted to see the last the last episode of MASH. That was the biggest finale or whatever. Yeah. But it but wasn't I like think, a build-up. Like, who did... No, I mean, who, there was who no. killed Laura Palmer in 1990. Uh, I, was, I don't think there was anything probably like it. But it no. wasn't everybody wanted who Rachel's baby was on Friends. No. That's yeah. about... I, I mean, that, that really doesn't... And this really is the biggest thing, I think. And it... It's... It's just like, like I just um, was talking about, you know, with like you and Sarah earlier, like when you brought up the ratings and stuff and to have Josh said this had a 38 rating. Well, there was a big ass crossover that <laughs> me and Sarah watched last week. That was got a lot of hype, got a lot of hype. Well, the final ratings were like 1.7 and 1.6. And that boosted those shows on NBC. Like, well, one of them anyway, because one of them was a premiere, like up in the ratings for the first time in five right. years. And that's like, considered a top. high rating and now. I was like, like, 
Yeah. Cause there's so much so content. Much. There's so yeah. many channels, yeah. but still, even without that, even without that, they were renewed last year for three more seasons. Hey. Oh, so without like, that, they were. Yeah. And what are they on? Like yeah, season yeah, 20 okay. or something? So you had, yeah. Then you have NCIS yes. with Mark Harmon. He is he was ready to leave, and, yeah. they, and the net, he found out the network said they were going to cancel the show if he left. So he's going to be a in a reduced capacity next season. Well, yeah. It, funny story about that. Law and Order SVU has been on for 22 years. It got renewed for at least two more, like because it was renewed last season. So it was hyped up because this, this character who had left at the end of season 12, because of contract negotiations had been gone for 10 years. Here he comes back, back into the storyline, but with his own series kind of crossing over. Cause that's like, I don't know, a Dick Wolf thing. I mean, with the Chicago, like Chicago fire, Chicago med, Chicago PD. Chicago grocery store workers, Chicago postal workers. They're going to like, I guess that's a thing nowadays to have multiple shows, but intertwine them as much as they can. That's because like then the you CW. have like a built-in audience a little bit too. Yeah, because it's less of a big that spin-off chance. Um, yeah. Private practice. Station 19. Grace had. And yeah, and private, and private practice. That's, that's like said. on CW, they have the, the Arrowverse with all the superhero shows. They cross over yeah. each other and they all guest star each other's stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a way to bring in ratings, but it's also a way to like, because on the Chicago shows, they have they have a firefighter married to a police sergeant yes. on Chicago PD. And I thought that was so cool. Like they don't because they don't have to like show them together all the time. But when they do, it's like it's, it doesn't have to be central to like one show. It can be in either yeah. one. So however it fits. And then they and had the that uh, cool. that show 911 and 911 Lone Star had the crossover. I love those too. Mm-hmm. OK, so should we start? Okay, so we open on a cleaning lady coming in to clean the Ewing oil offices. I put cliche scream. Like, literally. It, it kind of <laughs> was. Did anyone laugh their ass off at, at her scream? Yeah, it was pretty cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. like, scream, yeah, like you saw a kinda. dead body. It was like one of the people in my camp movies up in Maine when she walked into the office and found the <laughs> camp director dead on the floor and she screamed. And it was just like, I immediately just went, oh my God, that's her. But that that... <laughs> close-up if everybody looks very closely was not larry hackman okay i'm gonna post the picture that i took of my screen posted in our group because it looks like it could be larry hackman but i guess it's not so they did a pretty good job he was in england at the time holding out yeah, yeah. but yeah then there's a bunch of sirens and commotions the, the longest the shot of a police car driving down the road i'm like it's oh. so long <laughs> yes it's like the beginning of Naked Gun or something. Jeez. Yeah, I was expecting like all these these things to keep changing in the background and stuff <laughs> like that. Have John it, like, Gabor like, to get out and slap him. Slap the. <laughs> oh, <laughs> darling. Oh, yes. But all the people outside the building. How many so of them many were? People. How many of them were extras, and how many of them were across the street just watching the filming that they just kind of like were just probably sta- both. Yeah, I mean the the rule of extras is as long as they can't make out your face, they don't have to pay you. Right. So if you can see mm. your face, then they uh, have to pay you. Right. So see, I said, what time of day is this anyway? Because it was like dark, dark, dark when he went in the office, and it's like dusk when the unis are pulling up. Unless it's just really bright street lights, I don't know what's it like. That, why are so many people still down there? 
that might. Yeah, it looked like they were coming out at like five o'clock in the evening, but which would have to be okay. Had the clocks changed then? So I have many so questions. many questions. It might be a night effect they were you that they use sometimes in film production right but it's supposed to be late like he was working late then got shot then the clean what time do you think a cleaning person comes in like seven eight my cleaning person comes in late at night right so when we get there in the morning so i think i think ours comes in at seven but that was late that he was there it was already late so let's say it's probably like nine or ten and then there's all these people still working downtown but I wonder if they and were even shot bleeding there for that. I wonder long. if they were filming earlier and they used a blue light for night effect to. It's it possible, was, but I still don't think that covers the fact that like, why would so many people be downtown to to have a big? There shouldn't have been that enough. many people working still. Yeah, wow. that, that's not really the entertainment district in the it's city. Not, where, it's no. not. So it's not like people are at nightclubs or something. No, and it's it's. It's 1980. They're going to be home watching Dallas. Exactly. <laughs> Don't they know? Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> that was like an episode of Dynasty once uh, where they had a tabloid. They had the Inquirer and there was a, the headline was about Stephen Carrington. Mm-hmm. And the picture underneath was the cast of Dallas on the South Fork uh, by the That's pool. That's a fun little Easter egg. Yes. Um. I- I never noticed that. Yeah, who? One of those faces looked very familiar at the. Uh, yeah, it's it's a person who just seems like they're either don't know what's going on, and they're like, "Hey, what's happening?" Or they're trying to blend in, and you could take it either way. Looking at this footage, right? That put that and... puts that puts this person. Um, oh, tell tell us his name. Clifford Barnes. Yes. Clifford Barnes. Yes. That puts him at the scene. So he could be a suspect. I think he looks like he's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. He may have been going down there to confront him, but it looks like he's like, holy shit. I'm like, you know. Uh At first he's kind of like, what's going Mm -hmm. on? Then I think he was like, oh, that's not good. And then kind of tries to blend in. And I'm on the news. I'm I'm not here, guys. I'm on camera. True, but I put down what is okay. Cliff wouldn't have stuck around if it was him that did it. He's smart. I mean, he wouldn't have. He would have been like he was curious. Yeah. He was like he makes a lot of bad choices, but he's not that dumb. Yeah, I don't think he's dumb. He's not that right, dumb. That- and he's a, he's a he's lawyer. A, exactly. He knows that would look bad. <laughs> he, he knows it would look very bad. Miss Elliot is alone at the dinner table. At yeah, where is everybody for dinner tonight? We find out Jock. Jock isn't. Fort Worth with Punk Anderson. Mm-hmm. And they can't find Lucy. Is that right? No. They don't know where Lucy is. Bobby. Yeah. And she's sad because Bobby and Pam have just left. Right. Okay. And Ray comes in with papers for Jock. Mm-hmm. Then and the phone rings and it's the Popo with news about Detective, Detective Horton hears a who. The Popo. And Ray, Ray takes the call and when. When when he says, "Oh, Jr. has been shot," Ellie just kind of looks up, surprised, and her she doesn't have any tears. She just kind of gathers herself. It's Miss Ellie, she's strong as fuck. She's like, "Okay, let's deal with it." Uh, she has her moment later, though. At a certain point, that will she does. Get, we'll get that to we'll it. Get, we don't want it. We'll we don't want to divulge. We don't want to. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to jump ahead. Um. So she's just like, "Hey, I want to 
I want to go to there. I want to go to my son who's been hurt. So um, Ellie asked Ray to, she just immediately gets to action. Like, hey, can you get me one of the rat chance to give me uh, a ride to the hospital so I can be with my kid? And Jimmy, you, get up here to the house. You got to take Ellie to the hospital. And you need to like get a hold, find Lucy, make shit happen. And Ray's like, okay, Miss Ellie, I'll do it. <laughs> and he gets his notepad out and gets on the phone and everything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's like, I'm holding down the fort. He does a pretty good job there of it, go. I think. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of action shots in this next scene. There's like, and then it's like commotion and like hospital action. And then they start talking in like medical terms. And I wonder if the medical terms actually mean anything. Like if we got like a doctor who actually knew things about medical things. I know. They I took quite, the, quite the trip around the hospital to get into the emergency room, I thought. They yeah. were in this hall, around the desk, and around, and then into the uh, medical mumbo-jumbo, I call these scenes. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they probably, some, like now they have, nowadays they'd have like a person there that would tell you exactly what to say, but I don't know if 1980 they did that or if they just made up things. Ellie's trying to figure out where everyone is. And she says, like, so Lucy said something about studying. And yeah, the, the way yeah. she said it is like, we all know she's lying. <laughs> so she's doing, figure out she's where doing, she really is. She's doing the horizontal study. Okay, so we go to the hospital. And now Ellie and Jock are both there. Ray, Ray was surprised to hear that Bobby and Pam uh, were gone because yeah. she said, oh, out of state. And Sue Ellen is off God knows where. Yeah. Guzzle, guzzle, nuzzle, nuzzle, nuzzle. They're so mean to Sue Ellen this episode. They, they're very mean. Mostly Jock. Yeah. Uh, no. We'll get to that. Miss Ellie, like, tries to kind of redeem herself, but I, I, I'm i like, you could have been there A little early. You could have stepped in a little early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now they're in the operating room with more medical mumbo jumbo. It's like, bum, 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 bum. Um, yeah. So that, that they tell that, like, JR picked up an atypical blood antibody during his transfusion last year, which is why they're having some issues. And we learned that there were two bullets. Uh, two bullets. Yeah. They believe there's two bullets anyway. Yes. Because there's two holes, which I don't think means there's two bullets, but because like one could have gone through unless maybe there wasn't an exit. Jock got there awfully fast from Fort Worth. He got there so fast. Yeah. Is he, is he have one of those time travel machines or something? Or he, like he must. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teleporters? Um, and then I hate how the doctor says... Mrs. Ewing, I don't know if you want to hear all this. Like, what the fuck? Like, she's That's a mom. one of those things about women they do back then. They're like, yeah, okay. She's a mom. Well, but, she needs to but, hear about her kid. Since you're lady to the kitchen, you're lady to the kitchen. I'm gonna talk with the husband. Didn't she give birth? Didn't she wasn't she there for her, for birth of her children? Exactly. And she's not gonna be able to operate unless she knows how her kid is, you know? Ugh. Gross. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't like it. And Miss Elliot was just like, no, I'm here. Tell me all the shit. And they're going to move him to the ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, 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 oh. Ray calling Muriel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. whole thing is just. <laughs> He's in a red red yeah, he calls her and then she's just like, um, yeah, she was here. But then she went out with kids, but I would I had homework, so I'd stay in. But she's out with a bunch of people. And he's like, uh-huh. Yeah, at some seminar. Yeah. <laughs> seminar. All right. <laughs> Yeah. So he doesn't believe her, but whatever. And then you can tell she's just she's acting really weird about it. Um, she has that that confused emoting look after they yep. hang up the phone. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's the I just got caught in a lot teenager look. Totally. Um, yeah. But then so she feels bad. Um, so then she calls back in the morning and she's like, "So did she ever turn but, up?" And Ray's like, "No." 
But we we in, we insert a shot of just Jock and Ellie silently emoting when they see Jr. in the ICU. Yeah. No dialogue, just a quick shot of them. Yeah. Just to pass the time a little. That's what that was the establishing shot for the evening. Is this them waiting all night long? Yeah. Make sure he's okay. Yeah. And then in the morning, Mary, Muriel calls because she feels guilty. And Ray's just like, no, she didn't come home. What the fuck? She's like, okay, okay, okay. She says she's going to a seminar, which is weird to me that like, so Lucy didn't even really tell Muriel where she was going. Um, you know what I thought was odd though? Hmm. Ray, Ray asked about the seminar and Muriel gives them Professor Forrester's address of like 3350 Dunbar Lane. Why does a student have a teacher's home address? I wrote the exact same thing. There's no reason she should have that. Exactly. Unless he's not fucking one, around with both one. of them. <gasps> Maybe he's fucking around with both of them. I just thought of that. No, I thought, I always thought Muriel was into Lucy. You don't we know. never found out. We don't yes. know. Unrequited love. Yeah, but she could have. She could be doing both of them. Who knows? We don't hmm. know. Don't ask questions. I like though. Right before that call, that um, Jock and Ray were talking on the phone, and uh, we learned that they are searching the highways for Bobby and Pam. And Jock says to Ray, "Well, if you hear anything, let me know." I'm going. Jock, you're at the hospital. You're the one with Jr. You're going to hear something. <laughs> no, but I think it, like if you hear if they find Bobby and Pam, I think that's oh, what you're yeah. saying. Let them know. And um, Lucy and Sue Ellen. Blah, blah, right. blah. And then uh, Ellie and Jock are in the waiting room, and then Kristen comes in. She's like, "Oh, hey, how's everything going?" I, I mean, is he still alive? What's going on with that? And they're like, "Yeah." Yeah, he's totally still alive, Kristen. Thanks yeah, for he was more he was <laughs> responsive to the blood that they got. And you know, he's he's still there. Mm-hmm. And they asked if she, you know, about Sue Ellen, but no one has seen Sue Ellen. Yeah, Ellie sends Sue Ellen to uh not Sue Ellen, Kristen to the South Fork to wait for mm-hmm. Sue Ellen. And we have the another long shot of the plane, this one continuous shot of the plane landing, panning over across the parking lot at the airport. Do we know which airport this is? It looked like DFW. It looks like a teeny airport. And I'm just saying this because there are cars parked like right outside the doors of the airport. I don't know if that's like, because I know that's how. But that also is 1980. I know that is 1980, but I just don't like it was a smaller airport then. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It seemed pretty small. Anyway, so Ellen wakes up all dry mouthed. In <laughs> her car, and I'm like, girl, that many, there. Many times. so many times. Like, you just need a little drink of water. Yeah, but the water that's the, the what she pulls up isn't water. It's water. water. It is not water. <laughs> Don't drink it, swelling. It's Russian water. It's Russian <laughs> water. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she looks amazing waking up, like, hungover as fuck. She looks amazing again. I, right. I wish I looked that good hungover. Never once. I know life. she still has on full makeup and yeah, her outfit perfect. I think is cute. The blue mm-hmm. suede jacket. I totally love it. Like it's not even crumpled. Right. Then then we go to commercial and we come back and Ray is at Professor Forrester's house. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. His he, wife answers. She looks tired and haggard. You could hear the kids screaming in the little, background. Little Steve, little Steven in the background there. Uh, yeah. This whole and scene is Ray, awkward. Ray said, uh, "Lucy, looking for Lucy, a seminar." And she goes, "Oh, if 
if it's that little blonde thing, then he's probably holding a seminar at the Sundowner Motel. And she slams yeah. it for in his face. Yeah. 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 All right. So, Ray's like, guess Ray's, I have to go there. Ray's interior dialogue. Okay. Lucy's, right. uh, Lucy's making another poor choice again with men. Mm-hmm. File that one away. Bing. Partly Ray's fault, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sue Ellen arrives at an empty South Fork. And she immediately and, like walks into the living room and, and just we, buys the liquor cart at eight a.m. Yeah, she's like, "Look at the tea cart." The liquor people like licking her lips. We're 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 back on location because she you could see the car drive up the driveway, mm-hmm. and the wind. Oh, that's true. I didn't even take note of that. They're windy, yes. And when they broke for the strike, they had finished shooting in Dallas and were heading back to the Los Angeles sound stages, and that's when the strike broke. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So they had to shut down. So <sighs> yeah, so she's staring at the liquor cart at eight a.m. and then uh, Kristen licking arrives. her lips. Yeah, like I'm like she's Don't like, do it. <sighs> yeah, Kristen pops out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then Kristen is all like, "Oh, I can't believe you came back after all that happened." And so it's like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> yeah, she's like, "I'm totally blacked out, girl. What happened?" Yeah. Tell me the Kristen knows that Sue Ellen's blacked out, so she's right. She's I don't know. If, I don't know if Kristen actually knows she's blacked out at the beginning, so she's testing her. She's like, "So, what do you remember from last night?" And Sue's like, "I no idea. Oh uh, yeah, no idea." She's like, "I left the Doctor Elby's, and then I woke up." I- the, the last thing I, 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 I gotta say though, I am so glad. Even though when Kristen was telling the story. I, maybe this did happen. Maybe it didn't. I'm, I'm hoping this part did that. She came busting through the door with his gun, confronting her, even if she was drugged as fuck. Cause she was like, you ruined my marriage. Blah, I know. blah, blah. I was like, finally, You're like you yeah. fucking said it. I mean, you should have <laughs> shot out. Kristen. Should have shot Kristen. Exactly. Uh-huh. Like you home wrecking bit little bitch. I will fucking kill you. You home wrecking little bitch. <laughs> Sue Ellen hears John Ross. Just your sister. Or, I'm sorry, yeah, little little John. She hears little John crying from upstairs. Also known as my baby. And I'm sitting there going, so who's everybody's running out. Who's, who, yeah. I thought the same Teresa. thing. I'm like, is he just by himself? The housekeeper's got to be watching him or something. Yeah, it's Yeah, Teresa. but when did, when did her shift start? And uh, how long was the house empty before her shift started? Exactly. 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 They don't care oh, we, about the kids. Oh, we we can leave the kid alone in the middle of the As night. Lucy can attest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then so we go see and wow john ross has grown a lot overnight you guys he's turned into a different actor uh-huh he has a whole head of hair hello tyler banks okay uh, so then we cut to uh ray is pissed off he's at the sundown motel <laughs> angrily walking I, with the manager I, I love the manager's dialogue you can't go in there people paid for that room and have a right to some privacy <laughs> ray does not give a fuck he's like yeah, just whatever. shut up mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he's like open the door <laughs> and then the prof is there like half naked and he just pushes him to the side and he's just like let me get dressed and she's like wait what, what's going on <laughs> like, oh. and then so like then the the prof just books it he's just like oh shit and he, he just and Ray tells Lucy that she's fooling around with a married man yeah and Lucy's like, like what what married what you, obviously she had no idea no no 
Yep. How does she not know? Get because your she's cl- 19. She doesn't, she doesn't know better yet. I know, I know. And get, get your clothes. Your Uncle JR has been shot, and I'm taking you to the hospital. That's the end of it. It's just like giving orders. She's like, who finally did it? I know. I would have been like, actually, I think I'm going to stay right here. Yeah, I'm just going to fine. I don't. All right. Yeah. He'll, he'll be fine. Does that mean we get more food at dinner? <laughs> exactly. I'll take his chair. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So then Kristen says she has to talk to Sue Ellen. And then she's like, I'll stand right by you no matter what happens and finally after they conversed downstairs they were in the baby's nursery and now sue ellen is in her room the question comes out of her mouth is jr alive yeah, and it took her that long yeah i was thinking that too i mean i don't blame her but I, that is odd to wait that long to ask was well, even mm-hmm. okay and then that's when she's just like, I don't know what happened. And that's when, so Kristen's like, okay, flashback. let me tell you what happened. And then we get the flashback of like Kristen's version of what happened, which we don't know yet. But her version is like a drunken Suellen bursts into the gondo with a gun being like, I'm going to kill you guys. Dramatic <laughs> music. I love that. It's so good. And then, um, then Kristen pours... Uh, Suellen, a very, very large glass of straight bourbon, hands it to an already drunk Suellen. Hands it to an someone that she knows is an alcoholic. No, exactly. And Suellen just grabs it and just downs it. And the uh, Linda's performance of drinking is is so spot on. She just nurses every last drop in that glass. She drinks a pretty like how. It would get so much heartburn from that. I'm just saying. So much heartburn. I got heartburn just watching it. Exactly. I have heartburn right now thinking about it. And then she says, when I find him, I'll kill him. And she said Dusty would help her as she leaves the condo with the gun. And I think that's what sells it because Sulan doesn't remember anything. But I think that's what sells Kristen's story to Sue Ellen because she knows that Kristen doesn't know who Dusty is. So then right. she's like, oh um, shit, I must have shot JR. Oh my God. And she goes in a panic like, mode and it's just like, I need to get myself cleaned up. I need to get cleaned up. I can't see Jacques and Ellie like this. I yeah. gotta, yeah. I gotta, uh, maybe I should clean the gun residue off my hands if there's gun exactly. residue. Exactly. I'm gonna take the yeah. longest, hottest shower in the world. Yes, yes. And Cliff finally returns home if he, hadn't gone home before or he was out and came back but mm-hmm. um, and i don't think i've noted i've mentioned this before and this is a very 1980s style but i totally dig his baby blue door with the matching blue plaid <laughs> um like wallpaper that is also on the door <laughs> I don't do not think I noticed that now i'll have to <laughs> it watch it's so 1980s and i'm here for <laughs> it i love it <laughs> And that was on Cliff's door? Yes, it's on Cliff's door. Because mm-hmm. he has that whole like, blue mot- motif in his, in his little condo. It was yeah. like the color of Lucy's outfit when she was walking it with is. Forrester really with the lady is. slippers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's almost as if there's like a like, uh, window there in the door, but they have like a blue tartan like plaid thing covering the window. I love it. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to look at it. Uh, but on the TV, the news says uh, the news is that the incumbent refuses to concede and demands a recount. And then I laughed and said, as much as things change, they stay the same. Exactly. <laughs> 40 years ago. What? <laughs> what? Exactly. And uh, then Cliff just sits and watches the news about uh, JR being shot. And also the front page of his paper is that he's been shot. And he just kind of sits there and stares at this the This is TV. called the Ewing, not the Dallas Morning Press, but the Ewing Morning Press, because they're on Basically. the front page of every yep. paper. Every and single day. He yes. sees himself on TV, like in the background, and he just looks nervous as fuck. He's like, like uh-oh. Uh-oh. Jigs up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we get to the helicopter. Uh, what with um, Bobby? Yeah, you guys, this is ridiculous. I'm just gonna, like, I, I, I think so too. I know we don't have cell phones back then, but like, that's whenever like, you have to just find like, out when you find out. Let's just land the chopper on the highway. This is what and money they get gets out. you. It's the state State police business. State police are just like, normal. I'm gonna let you know your brother got shot. Like, what? That would happen for get, anybody. But they pull over right. in their convertible, leave the convertible down, get out to go get in a helicopter. Do you need me to bring your car back to Dallas? The, co- yeah, the sheriff that, that, says. It's like, that cop's going to put a few extra miles on that and do some joyriding. Sure. <laughs> they're not, they're no crooked cops in Texas. Oh, yeah, none, I'm sure. None <laughs> at all. So if this was anybody else, I mean, he wasn't even like a suspect, I think, at this point. You know, like Bobby's not a suspect at this point. So yeah. why would they? track him like the state police like i could see if the ewings hired someone to go wanted him home that's what i think that's what they did i bet you jock and or ellie called fenton washburn who said who was like yeah fenton washburn who called said hey yo state police go find uh pam and bobby on i-10 or 40 or wherever the hell they were going Uh out and pull that's them ridiculous. the fuck over because they need to come home. You know they had the resources. You know that's Privileged what happened. Privileged motherfuckers. That's Privileged all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't have Ray out there with the South Fork helicopter. <laughs> See, that would be like, that would make more sense. Ray oh had to man the fort. That's true. Ray had to call people, I think. You, yeah. There's always that protocol of rounding the family up whenever a crisis happens. And Ellie's like true. barking the orders this way and that mm-hmm. way. And yeah. Ray, come up to the house. I need you up at the house. Stay at the house. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But Raul did get to pour Ray some, you know, a drink. Uh, That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah. All right. So we got the many the faint changing faces of Raul. Yeah. <laughs> and JR may need surgery. And as the, doc- as the doctor is saying this, they rush through and, oh, it's an emergency. And he rushes back and look, we have to have the surgery right now. And they rush him. And in the background, you hear code blue CCU, code blue CCU. And I'm sitting there going, oh, what's going on in the CCU that I want to know about that's having a code blue? Because <laughs> there was enough, something else going on in the hospital. Something else other than a Ewing? No way. No. It's not allowed. No. <laughs> yeah. And at that moment, Sue Ellen arrives with Kristen. Cut to commercial. Cut to commercial. Yep. And I love the candy stripers in this. Uh, I, I have a lot to say about that candy striper. <laughs> 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 so, 
So Ellie uh, fills Sue Ellen in on the whole situation. And then Jock is just done with Sue Ellen's BS at that point. And he just That's lashes the- out at her. They're in the part yet. They where he gets mad. Is it? Yeah, it is. It is. When, yeah. he, when he says, "We need to put you back in the sanitarium," like yeah, he yeah. said it. Yeah, he says it. He, he says, just, "You were a gal- you were a gallivanting around." And Chris yeah. says, "Oh, she was sick, drunk." You is more like Being it. Drunk. You made drunk. <laughs> yeah. Gravelly jock voice. Like I get it. Like Jock is afraid and he's lashing out. I'm sure that's what happened. That's what happening. But um, still, oh, bad timing, Jock. Yeah. And then um, Lucy and Ray get to the hospital. Ellie tries to show a little compassion after Jock goes away with Kristen to get some some coffee or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, and then the candy, the candy striper. There's That's a candy striper up, yeah. who is so ex- this, this lady is so excited to have a line. You can just see it on her face. She's <laughs> oh, yeah. so excited. And she's just like 100 percent. Yeah, and so she actually talks a couple times, and every time she she doesn't look at the camera, but she might as well be looking right at the camera. She's like, mm-hmm. I forgot like, right now. Don't freak said, out! But... Don't freak out! You're on Dallas. You're on Dallas. Don't freak out. Is okay. Yeah, so Ray and Lucy arrive, and I love lo- Lucy goes says to Kristen, "What are you doing here?" I love that. I love how much Lucy hates Kristen. And Kristen's, I'm part of the family, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My God, did you see the look that Sue Ellen gave? Like, it was so slight. Like, I, the minute that exchange went down between Kristen and Lucy, like, she was like. <laughs> I didn't. Like, with her amazing. coffee cup, it was. Like, like, she was just like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Someone's like, yeah, I'm here. Uh, yeah, I see that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm here. Let me slide back. Let me slide back so you two can have a cat fight. <laughs> And then, like, Kristen's just trying to be, like, super uber helpful in this scene. Like, oh, can Ew. I get you some coffee? Can I, nah, nah, nah. And he's just like, shut up and sit down, Kristen. It's and not about she's you. A regular angel of mercy. She's ever doing it. Yeah. She's ever doing it for sure. Yeah. And the candy striper tells Ellie she has a phone call at the desk. Which, of course, she does. Right. And so she goes, and it's Gary. Cut to not landing. Cut to not landing. Yeah. And... This they heard is, on the radio, Belle heard on the radio that JR was shot. She yeah, heard on the in radio California. in California that JR yeah, was shot. Yeah, I thought shot. that was kind of... JR Ewing is news in California? Yeah, ridiculous. And this is this is where Ellie breaks down. Finally. Yes. And Lucy has to take the call, and mm-hmm. Lucy says that Bobby and Pam are gone, and... and, and my, Mama and Daddy are, you know, they 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 need they need Gary, and he and says how, he'll be on a flight that lands at six a.m. What time does that flight leave California? Do they fly that early? I, I mean, they would have had to, they're two hours behind the well, no, they're an hour behind there from yeah. Dallas. California's two two, 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 two hours, yeah. which would from land Dallas. at. That means it lands. At, that means it lands at four a.m. California. Yeah. Well, that's the red eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back, so it, I mean, back then they had more flights. And yeah. it's, it's farther to Dallas from LA or from California than you think it is. Like it's. 
It is. It was way longer for me to fly to Dallas than I thought it was going to. For me too. I mean, I can drive to Dallas in 10 hours and it took me a while to get to Dallas fine. Like Mm -hmm. the layover and the everything. Yeah. Right. Um, And I was like, how annoyed is Gary that he actually has to talk to his daughter? His daughter, who he didn't even invite to his own wedding. Uh, (laughs) That still is so fucking weird to me. I know. She she was hardly in that episode. She was off on some school school cheerleading trip. He did invite... Wait, maybe... No, I can't remember. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say, we get a little bit of, like, not slanding... Stuff happening, like, and I feel like yeah. this is the episode where they were like, "Hey guys, remember we have another show. You should yeah. be watching our other show, not landing. Right. Here's a little this, bit that's going on there." This this is what it's because this is Gary's, Gary's, I know Josh drunk, loves it, but I do love yeah. not landing. Yeah, this is Gary's first yeah. crisis since the big drunk, which it's he had at the end crisis. of the yeah. first season of Not Landing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Valine says. If JR was dead, I honestly could not mourn him. I'm like, mm, girls, and I was, oh, she's girl? honest. Because <laughs> Gary tells her that uh, Bobby and Pam had left, and she's like, oh, JR finally drove them off too, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. Yes, it's true. Yes. And Gary ends the scene with going, it's, it's my family. Yeah, because, I mean, it is. I get it. I get it. So he's going to go check it out. And then they have their embrace. Yeah. And then we cut to the in surgery. In the North Landing kitchen. <laughs> and uh, we're in the middle of the surgery. And uh, he gets the bullet out. Amidst all the medical mumbo jumbo. Medical mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Should we bring in a doctor for these episodes? And <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't know. It sounds legit to me, but I don't know anything. I don't either. I have no medical knowledge. So when I hear I'm like, about okay. medical things, I learned from TV, which is probably wrong. I learned from Grey's Anatomy or ER. There you go. Pretty I much. learned it from my two hospital shows that I watched, St. Elsewhere and Chicago Hope. Yeah. I used to watch a, Trapper, a lot of Trapper John MD. Oh, I did too. Parnell Roberts her. from mm-hmm. Bonanza. And Christopher Norris, who played uh, the nurse. I can't even think, think of her name. I loved her. She was on Santa Barbara. Gregory Harrison from and Gregory ended Harrison. up on Falcon Crest. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. So Michael the, Sharp. The helicopter Crest. arrives with Bobby and Pam. And you can hear it from inside the hospital. <laughs> Who built this hospital? Exactly. The thing, this, uh, the thing landed in a field near the right, hospital. Right. And you can still hear it in the hospital. Uh-huh. Is Parkland must be small? I don't know. Well, no, this is Dallas Memorial that he's at. Oh, did they move oh. him to Dallas Memorial? No, no, the exterior was Parkland Memorial. The hospital. Yeah, Parkland Hospital. When they pulled up, when, when they pulled up uh, that night with him yeah. in the ambulance, that exterior shot was Parkland Hospital, but it, it's it's still but Dallas Memorial. But they're saying it's Dallas Memorial. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. All right. Which is not a real thing, right? Right. Because okay. every time I see the exterior of the front of Dallas Memorial, I always think of the Contemporary Hotel in Florida at Disney World. Why? It's this A-frame. A it's the same shape and everything okay. like that. And it just reminds me of it a little bit. Um, so then uh, Jock is talking to Detective Frost to find out some info about the crime. 
And Still? he's like, does he have any enemies? Why don't I hand you the damn phone book for God's right, sakes? Exactly. It'd be easier to tell you who his actual friends are. Exactly. I, lo- I love when Bobby comes in and asks, how, how did it happen? And Jack goes, it's a gun. It's working late. It's working late. And somebody put a couple slugs in him. I know. I was like, this. <laughs> he's Concise just downplaying it. Concise and to the point. Right. And then they go through the list of who they think the prime suspects are. Number one, Marilee Stone. Number two, Von Leland. Number three, Ellen Beam. And number four. Beam skin rug. Cliff Barnes. Cliff Barnes. And then Pam just looks up and walks out. <laughs> she had said, to know that he was going to be listed. I mean, come I on. I think so, but it's Pam. She wasn't thinking. So she just gets up and walks out. It's awkward. It is awkward. Right. Yeah. And let's see. JR has survived the surgery all right. And he has no spleen from this point on. They have taken his spleen. But you don't need, correct? Yes. They always take okay. spleens. And the doctor tells them to... Oh, the second bullet is near the spinal co- column? I think so, yes. Yeah. That could come into play later. You know, the, anytime there's a bullet near the spinal column, that always seems to come into play at some point. Mm-hmm. So everybody kind of gets dismissed to go home or go wherever. And Jock and Ellie are going to walk to the Fairview Hotel. Sue Ellen and Kristen are staying at the hospital. Sue Ellen was crying. Lucy had some things to do or someone to do or whatever. I don't know what. But. I think yeah. Lucy's going back to the ranch, right? She had some things to do before she went back. Okay. Yeah. Everybody walks out. Mm -hmm. Bobby and Pam, I don't know where they, I think, wasn't Bobby going to the office? Well, Bobby. Pam Pam left. Bobby was going to the office. Yeah, but they had that whole talk before they left too, where like he followed her out and she's really upset. And then he's just trying to be like, well, you knew he was going to be a suspect, right? And she's just like, he could never do that. And he's just like, yeah, but he could have. Um, and she's like, I'm going to go talk to him. So, no, and Pam I, went to go see him. And then I think Bobby was going to go with the detectives to the hospital to, enough to the hospital, to, to the, the office, ho- to, the office to, to see yeah. if anything was missing or stolen. Yep, yep, or, yep, or, yep. Yeah. And then Ellie just wants to go for a walk because they, they got a hotel room so she could be close in case anything happens, but she can't even get in a car. She's like, I just need to walk. Let's just walk. So um, she and Jock walk and talk, and she's just basically like, look, I actually don't give a fuck about Ewing Oil. I don't care what happens. Yep. Like, uh, I, you need to get Bobby to stay, and I don't care what it takes because I don't care about anything else, all this bullshit. Like, get him to stay. I'm serious. And then she just gives him the, like, fuck around and find out face. And Jock is just like, company isn't worth her family <laughs> right it's not yeah the company's not worth her family and jack's just like okay all right miss ellie is really old-fashioned she can't deal with people moving out of her house yeah it's a little weird but okay we're gonna it's let miss ellie have whatever she wants because she's miss ellie right because she does enough silent emoting for everybody exactly and she's a queen and then so Pam finds Cliff day drinking outside in one of those outdoor Dallas restaurants that I always want to go to. And we learn where Pam and Bobby were headed. They were headed to California. Right. We could have had they could have been part of Knott's Landing this whole time. There seems to be a, a 
like a shuttle with California because when Digger came back with a changed face, he came from California. Well, there's, I think, quite a bit of oil things in California too, right? Kristen was going to go to school in California and she mm -hmm. was going to get ready to pack to go to California. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Gary and Val are in California. Mm -hmm. California is going to come into play further on down the line. It makes sense. It's not that. I mean, it's closer than like New York or the East Coast. Yeah. And didn't um, Horace Greeley say, go west, young man? <laughs> there you go. So they're they're outside and Cliff is, as I said, day drinking and he pulls, I'm going to call this a Mary, where he is drinking, he orders another drink and then the waiter brings the second drink and tries to take his first drink, but the drink still has a little bit left in it, like it has a couple sips and he's just like, no, 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 no. I have to finish this before. No, don't take this away. And so he like finishes it before mm, he gets it to the waiter. Because fuck that, you've paid for that drink. You're finishing that drink. I don't care if it's mostly like just the melted that's not ice. Just, that's not just pulling a Mary. Trust me. <laughs> Good. Like, Do not take that glass from me. Right. That's why you want people. <laughs> was I done? <laughs> Did I say I'm done? Uh -uh. Did I stutter? <laughs> no. Then Pam returns to South Fork in a taxi. Uh, yep, that's a weird shot. It's just like a throwaway shot. Just it's to, a weird. The disc shows her arriving in the taxi, and the, and the wind else. is blowing because they're obviously on location. Yeah, I wonder if there was a cut scene there. It's the only thing I'm thinking. Oh. Because why? Why would they? Do, I don't know. It seems weird to me. Now we get our first shot of Larry Hagman. Yeah. And he wakes up uh, with Ellie, Bobby, Sue Ellen, and uh, Horton hears a who in the uh, in the room there. Mm -hmm. Dramatic moment. It's, it's like a Wizard of Oz. She wakes up. He wakes up. And you were there, and you were there, and mm -hmm. you were there, and you. <laughs> mm -hmm. And as soon as he opens his pie. eyes, oh yeah, nice. Sorry. As soon as he wakes up, the cop starts asking questions, and they're like, "Wait!" wait. He's like, "No." Who shot you? Did you see who shot you, Mr. Ewan? But he doesn't remember anything, right? Well, we don't we know don't, because we don't he don't know. He looks at Ellie, his eyes come around and lock on Sue Ellen, and the episode ends. And then it's Sue super Ellen. dramatic music. I know what he says next, but I'm not going to reveal it. That's next week. Not yet. That's next week. If you want to know what he says next week, you have to come back to our podcast. But you'll have to tune in. For No More Mr. Nice Guy Part 2. Part right. Dukes. Part Dukes. Bye. Yeah. Part Dukes. Part Dukes. Okay. What do you guys rate this one? Mary, you're first. Okay. I gave this 3.8 bourbons and some plaid door wallpaper <laughs> door paper i don't know what you even call that door yeah. wallpaper yeah i kind of want wallpaper. some now me too um i'm gonna say i actually give this a 4.25 and a blue suede jacket Yay. let me think for a minute here let me think 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 if anyone else wants to go oh oh, oh. yeah uh 4.0 and um a seminar <laughs> a seminar. A seminar. Is that a seminar? A seminar. <laughs> I'm gonna go with a four-four, and I get to drive Bobby's Bobby's an, convertible back to South Fork. Oh, that's a good call. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
A you seminar a with an oral exam. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh. 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 Is she being homeschooled or? No. Hotels, uh, a sundown motel school. Sundown motel school. She's being homeschooled, all right. Don't worry. She's being at the, no, the no-tell <laughs> motel. She's being oh, yeah. taught a thing or two is all we need to know. Yes. <laughs> the no-tell motel. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, uh, oh, thanks for joining us. That's and all I got. hey, I know we say this often, but if you're a new listener, because it seems like we've gotten a few new listeners recently, please rate and review us. It's like the easiest way to support us because it lets other people... It gets the other people a chance to see us better because I think like the more we're reviewed, the more that they'll those places will. I think so too. Yeah, because when I listen to us, I think we're fucking great. But (laughs) I mean, when somebody else, they're like, "What are these people doing?" Because we will go in from like we do go on tangents sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Everybody (laughs) does. It's fun. That's what makes us us. But we Mm -hmm. like Dallas. You like Dallas. So, yeah. And I'm sure that we all know things each other don't know. And you can learn something new. Totally. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the, the if you feel like supporting us and would like to donate to our bourbon fund, that money goes directly into paying for all of the expenses that it takes. Anyway. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that we're forgetting? Oh, I think next week's episode is going to be really good. Cool. Well, thank mm. you for joining us. And we will see you next time for, uh, what is it? Nice guy? No more. No, no more, more Mr. Nice, nice, guy. nice guy. Part, part two. Part ducks. All right. Duh. Until then, Duh. bye. Bye, y'all. Y'all come back now, you hear? Why do the people all hate him so? And why they shot him, I'll never know. He's the star of the picture show, JR. Besides, he's just trying to get ahead. Oh, Lord, please tell me he can't be dead, JR. Not my hero. Like a Texas rattler. He would coil, molested the women and stole the cocktail oil. But with two quick shots, he got foiled, Jr. Stop picking on that man in a Stetson hat. He's just trying to run a business now. What's wrong with that? shot him that's obvious and all but she's been drinking again and she couldn't hit a wall bobby and pam they have reasons for sure but i think both of them would just be too pure that friday night he was working late the nazi old boy was to meet his fate there was a lot of hate in that 38 for jr Well, we'll see what them Hollywood writers have to say for JR. JR. But 
She can't be sure of his demise Who knows where the real truth lies One thing's for sure we all love to despise J.R. Vaughn Leland, this banker and ex-friend Little Lucy's no angel like you'd think she'd be And Alan Beebe seems pretty darn suspicious to me I wonder if it's Ray, but has he got a reason? We won't know that till sometime next season But if it's a case of jaded love huh, Kristen could have done it, that poor Saldug She got a shot J.R. tell you who I think it was. I think it was Ronald Reagan or John Anderson or John Anderson or Ronald Reagan. Indecision, indecision. No man, it was Howard Cosell because he was the most hated man on TV. The JR coming on, it had to be Howard Cosell. Oh no, my friends, listen to me. I'll tell you who shot JR. Whoop, hallelujah, it was Satan or 